So, here it is. Hello and welcome to Sipping and Spilling with Sue's Season 2 Psych Ward Electric Boogaloo. It's still weird, me recording by myself, but we'll move on. So, I'm recording this at the end of my first week. So let's just recap what's happened. So I was admitted. I got called on Wednesday and on Thursday I came in, got COVID tested, met with admissions, met with a junior doctor, ran through a whole heap of questions, basically went through the whole reasons I was here all over again which is eating disorder management, depression management, anxiety management, and Jesus, I don't want to be like really dramatic because it's not that dramatic, but um, dealing with um, psychotic episodes and manic breakdowns and that sort of thing. And then I was brought up to my ward and I was in a bay so there was five beds in the room um, and only one bed was actually taken and then I was in there. Um, the bed was occupied by <laughs> a very um, scary patient. That's mean. It is mean, but like it's true. She scared me. She yells a lot, a lot and she speaks in this hoity-toity snooty British accent but she also swears a lot so she sounds like the Queen of England if the Queen of England swears a lot like she's always saying how she's going to fucking sue and how fucking dare you don't touch me oh my fucking god fuck you fuck you all you fucking idiots um which is very entertaining but at five o'clock in the morning I could do without it she's bonkers she is and I can say this because I'm I'm bonkers too like I I'm, I'm hallucinating too but here's the thing I'm not interacting with my hallucinations you know she bloody well talks to her pillow and her jigsaw puzzle pieces she speaks to them and if she doesn't like what they say back to her she throws them on the ground and starts cursing again and goes on another rampage she's also like 80 years old which I don't know why that's weird to me, but it's so weird because she's 80 and like she's talking shit about her husband. Like apparently he cheated on her the night of their wedding and all these things. And like she tells it to the nurses and the nurses are like, oh God, oh, I'm so sorry. And then she's like, how fucking dare you? I'm going to fucking sue. You know, she's nuts. You know, she's like what I fear of becoming, but also it's very comforting to know that I'm not at that point yet, you know? Like, I'm, I'm bonkers, but I'm not that bonkers. I'm not having conversations with my pillows. So then it comes to the food. God, it's awful. Jesus Christ. For a hospital that is supposed to be able to help you with your eating disorder, it's like they don't want you to eat the food. It's so bad. My first night, my dinner was two hard-boiled eggs and a dry piece of toast. And it was all stone cold freezing. So I was like, Jesus Christ, my life is over. I'm here for at least a month. And 
this is what they expect me to eat. Oh my god. And for anyone who's like, yeah, but don't you have an eating disorder? Aren't you loving that? I'm trying to get rid of my eating disorder. Like, I'm trying not to, you know, make my eating disorder happy. And when I told my mother about how bad the food was and all this, she was like, well, at least you'll lose weight. I'm not losing weight because both the medications I'm on makes me gain weight. So there's no benefit to the shitty food. There's no upsides. Like, because everything I get, I have a dairy allergy. So everything I get gets sent up from catering. Because it's not like a normal hospital where your food is brought to your bed. No, you have to walk to the dining room and then eight people can sit in the dining room at a time and the nurses like watch you like a hawk and like write down what you're eating what you're not eating if you're eating what you're doing um you know the nurses are always watching you but they're really nice but they are always watching you and my food gets sent up from the main kitchen not and everyone's like doesn't all the food get sent up Yes and no. Like, as in mine comes plated up. All the others come up in, like, big trays of, like, um, like, big dishes of pasta or big dishes of rice or something, you know, like, with a sauce and, like, you know, it's different. And it's all sweaty because my food comes with the little, like, it's like wrapped in cling film with the, like, lid on top of it. So all that steam is accumulating and the food is, like, I don't want to say moist, but it's damp, you know? It's like, ugh, it's sweaty. The food is all sweaty. It's disgusting. Like, I got chicken nuggets and chips one night. The limpest fucking chicken nuggets in my, in my experience. Like, they were so limp. And like, well, also they were wet, which was just, ugh. Um, That kind of sounds like a euphemism, doesn't it? Limp, wet nuggets. Ew, no, I'm sorry, that's disgusting. I hate eating here, I hate it. And it's really not doing any good for my eating disorder because there's nothing about the whole eating process that's like satisfactory, satisfactory. I don't fucking know. Like it's, it's so quiet in there. Because nobody's talking because we're all focusing on eating and we're all depressed and are mentally unwell. So like, and like, we don't know each other and it's, everyone's really friendly, but you're not having conversations with people. Like it's, it's quiet and you're sitting at a table by yourself and you know you're being watched and the food itself isn't even nice. So what's the point, you know? Like, what is the point? Why are you putting yourself through the pain of of eating it if it's not nice? You know, if you're not even getting a little bit of enjoyment out of it. So then after my, so I came in on a Thursday, Friday, nothing happened. I was just in bed all day. Saturday, nothing happened. I was just in bed all day. Sunday, nothing happened. I was just in bed all day. They were so depressing those days because I was brought into hospital thinking that, right, well, at least they're going to cure me of something, you know? At least they're going to figure it out, what's wrong with me, and they'll do something about it. They weren't doing anything. Nothing was happening. And I was freaking out. And the voices in my head were telling me that, 
I'm not supposed to be here. Like, clearly they don't want me. They're not going to treat me. I should just leave. I had a breakdown. Spoke to one of the nurses. The nurse was like, no, you're just under observation for your first few days. So nothing will be happening. We're just trying to, like, get to know you, you know, understand you better. And I was like, okay, that's great. I'm miserable. Monday, I had the scariest panel meeting on Monday. I walk into a room at the end of a hallway and there are six grown adults sitting across from me. Not my age people. So it they didn't seem like students or anything. Six doctors were sitting there. Actually, it was five doctors and one nurse. And it was terrifying. I was like a deer in headlights. They were like, so what's wrong with you? And I was like, mm, uh, I just feel low. I'm sorry. Can I meet you? It was so scary. It was terrifying. And then, then the main psychiatrist goes, so tell me about your intolerances. I was like, well, they're allergies. Um, and they're to dairy and oranges and kiwis. And she was like, okay, and are they like documented? Like, is there proof of these? I was like, well, you took away my EpiPens, so yeah, that's proof. I've had gone into anaphylactic shock twice this year already. That's proof. It's documented. You can call up the hospital and get the details. Like, why are you doing this? And she was like, and how does how does the anaphylaxis present? You know, she was quizzing me on all this. And it was like she didn't believe me. It was like she was interrogating me to see if I had made up my dairy allergy. As if I was getting something beneficial out of my dairy allergy. Which before people are like, well, yeah, you're anorexic. You don't like eating. Clearly you're getting something out of it. That's not how my anorexia worked. Obviously, yeah, I didn't like food. Yes, I have anorexia, so therefore I don't like eating food. Basically, yeah. But even when I was fasting or starving myself, I would still allow myself to have a glass of milk. And some people say, well, then you weren't really fasting or starving yourself. And to those people, I say, why are you making it a competition? Why are you making it competitive? We don't need to stop perpetuating competition within eating disorders and mental illness. Nobody needs that. Get over it. It's ridiculous at this point. So I had CBT. I had group CBT. And I was in a bay. So I had to like talk about my feelings with my earphones in having like, and at this point other people had arrived into the bay. So now the bay was full. And I was like, you want me to talk about my feelings in front of all these people that are on Zoom with me while also having other people in the room like what this is so uncomfortable for me I'm not used to this you know I've only done uh the only time I did group therapy was when I was like 14 and I hated it because all the other kids in my group were really aggressive and I wasn't so I was like why am I here is this to like scare me into doing better in life because it's not working but it's really scary and it was the weirdest It was the weirdest CBT session I've ever had because he didn't have a plan for the session. 
So he like asked us all like what we're dealing with, what we're going through, what we want to deal with. And I think a lot of us were talking about how we have negative thoughts. And his solution to this was, okay, guys, for 30 seconds, just focus on thinking of yourself as a banana. Just think of yourself as a banana for 30 seconds. You know, envision that you have a peel, that you taste like a banana, all these things. That you smell like a banana, that you are a banana, that you turn yellow, like all these things. So for 30 seconds, we all sat there in silence. And I don't know if the others were imagining they became a banana, but in my mind, I was just thinking, this is so weird. Why are we doing this? What is the intention? Like, what's he getting out of this? And he goes, all right. So you've all thought about it. Are any of you bananas? And I go, no. And he goes, see? Even when you think you are something, it doesn't make you that thing. To which I was like, yeah, that's great. But a lot of my negative thoughts come from previous evidence of other people having this view as well. You know, like from other people's comments or from like results of tests or whatever. And he was like, okay. So even if you were to walk down the street and everyone started saying that you, they started calling you, hey, banana, would you then start to think you were a banana? I was like, yes, I would. I would start to think I'm a banana. I'm in here for hallucinating. I could hallucinate myself as a person and I'm actually a banana. I don't know these things. Like, this isn't helping. This is just making me more irrational. That session ended. We move on. The locking system in the shared bathroom, because in your private ensuite, there isn't locks. There's like magnets though, so that the door doesn't like fly open or anything, but it doesn't actually lock, which is fine. But just when they're doing their three minute checks, it's like, oh God, what if I'm in the bathroom and you come in and check, you know? And then you have to like knock on the door and be like, are you in there? Like, I just don't want that. But the bathroom locks in the like public area, you know, in the non-personal bathrooms are like a switch. It's not like a locking system. And I, I don't understand because I'm trying to think of how can you harm yourself with the normal locking system. And maybe I'm just not thinking creatively enough, but I just can't envision it. And maybe that's a good thing, you know, because... Clearly, I'm not at that point of mental illness where I've figured out how to use a lock as a weapon. It's like a switch. And then you flip it and it's like super magnets or something that like the door doesn't open, you know? I don't know why I find this so bizarre, but I think it's because it makes so much sense. You know? Why don't, why don't we have switches for like loads of locks I know I need to stop saying you know I will edit loads of them out I promise I promise so when you hear me say you know just know that I said it a million more times but finally I did get my own room I did woo I've already decorated it I've put up some pictures just trying to make it my own I have my grandma's quilt it's 
to have a piece of home with me. I think I'm going to do like a room tour. So I was thinking about doing a Patreon and just setting the fee to something like a fiver a month, but donate all that money to a charity because I don't, I don't want, I don't want your money, but I also don't, I'm not confident enough to be putting up these videos, you know, for someone who was in my year who doesn't, you know, who doesn't fucking care about me but wants to laugh at how mentally unstable Suzanne is. I know those people don't really exist. Like, nobody's out there laughing at someone for being mentally unstable. But it is an irrational fear that I have. So I'm thinking about doing, like, a Patreon, you know, just where I'll, like, show videos or just to make it more... So everyone knows what the experience is like. So it's less of just uh, all on me. Like you guys can obviously let me know if you're like, no, just put them up on YouTube. Don't be such a pussy. But we'll we'll figure it out as we go along. Obviously, I haven't thought this whole thing very much through, but there we are. So that was week one. If you guys want to know more about like the admissions process or psychotic breakdowns or anything else just let me know and if you guys want me to send you pictures of the food I will I've taken pictures I documented it it's all so sweaty I don't know how else to describe it but it's sweaty and gross so thank you for listening to this week's episode of sipping and spilling with Sue's not much sipped but hopefully lots to be spilled. I don't know. That makes no sense. But yeah. Thank you and goodbye.